Well, I want to uh, thank everybody for coming on my podcast. Today we have a special special guest, uh, Mike and, and Jody Voorhees, and they are victims of their accounts being frozen and just how it turns everything upside down. And so I wanted to have them on my podcast to talk about this. And, uh, you know, Jody, why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce your guys and, and tell us what happened? Yeah, so um, we started uh, day trading mm -hmm. in 2021. Mm -hmm. um, and as we were, was it 2021? Well, kind of, but mostly 20. Most, mostly 2022, I guess. Okay. Um, mostly 2022 and uh, had some really great mentors and um, exceeded my expectations and the skills that I was able to acquire in day trading mm -hmm. and um, had built up a pretty substantial account uh, at first when we first started our account mm -hmm. um, and and being new to the industry and getting some uh, getting some advice that I look back maybe I would have done differently mm -hmm. um, but uh, initially had opened up a brokerage account uh, in the Cayman Islands. Mm -hmm. And um, because there's a PDT mode, it just allows you to only trade a certain amount of times in a week mm -hmm. uh, with a PDT rule. And so they didn't have that rule, uh, but they cooperate with the U.S. government as mm -hmm. far as taxes and, mm -hmm. and can have U.S. US uh, citizens as, as, uh, um, as clients. Right. And so things were going fine and we were uh doing well and we were able to be able to you know i pulled out some money from the brokerage we received the wires that's mm -hmm. fine um initially pulled out i think the twelve thousand dollar wire and mm -hmm. then you know like a ten thousand dollar wire and mm -hmm. then they had a rule that it just we were just meeting at that point we were starting we just closed our business down and so we were relying on that mm -hmm. as our primary income and uh there was a an approval process, but they told us that if we had less than ten thousand dollars, that that approval process would go faster. Mm -hmm. um, and so we started pulling out some wires uh, that were just kind of regular wires, and we did mm -hmm. uh, five transactions that were three thousand dollars, three thousand dollars, three thousand dollars, three thousand mm -hmm. dollars, and. All we can all we can surmise um, because we've never really received any um, official notice mm -hmm. as to what's happened mm -hmm. um, is that we got hit with uh, some suspicious activity reports with the money coming out of the Cayman Islands uh -huh. with it being a twelve thousand dollar a ten thousand dollar and then three thousand three thousand three thousand three thousand for a total of fifteen thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Um, those three thought the ten thousand dollar wire and the twelve thousand dollar wire we we got those fine mm -hmm. um the three thousand dollar wires all of a sudden the brakes were just hit and we stopped getting those wires mm -hmm. um nobody could tell us why or what was going on they would just say we sent it we did tracers or trackers or whatever they said they sent them um at that point, uh, it was just after COVID, and there was a lot of there was a lot of um, COVID. There was a lot of COVID fraud, mm -hmm. um, and that we had looked at and had felt like maybe that the Bank of 
anyone then had flagged some of those as mm -hmm. some fraudulent uh, type of, of wires or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so from there, we, uh, you know, I was like, well, if we don't get the money out of the Cayman Islands, at least I learned how to trade and right. I'm just going to open up a brokerage account in the U.S. And mm -hmm. So I opened up a brokerage account in the U.S. Uh, and started trading options. And mm -hmm. because I had done well, mm -hmm. um, I had been able to uh, build that account quite rapidly again. Mm -hmm. And uh, initially received a couple of wires from them. And then... Uh, and then they told me that there was some sort of obscure error code that uh, they couldn't process uh, any of our withdrawals anymore until they got it figured out. At first, there was a there was an internal. They were doing the whole clearinghouse internal thing, and they kept saying that that was the issue why we weren't getting our money. But then, mm -hmm. when it became apparent that that wasn't the reason that we weren't getting our money, they just said that there was some obscure error code and. And uh, to this day, we still haven't been able to uh, pull any of those funds. Um, and so for us, it's been um, pretty emotional. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a difficult situation because you, you uh, call the banks and you get a hold of all these people and you just constantly on there and as soon as it, it seems like you know like well let me figure it out you know give us three to five business days and so you give them that time and then all of a sudden they just disappear on you like yeah. they quit talking to you and they they won't um they won't give you any more answers they won't answer your emails anymore where they were talking to you so then you find somebody else and then you get the same runaround and we've done that for exactly a year it seems like right after the inflation reduction act mm -hmm is um that's when it started that's when it started and now the only thing we can think of is that it's a suspicious activity report but no we've never been notified mm -hmm. we um it doesn't matter what we do what you know we obviously know how to make money and make it quick right brokerage so if we open so we know we tried opening up a different way of doing it and, and then that one's blocked from getting money and then um and so we've done that for a year now just trying to figure out like but it just recently kind of like after all the research we've done we know it's probably a, a SAR report that got mm -hmm. flagged and but there's like it's really hard to figure out when they do do that to you right so what bank is it what well, is it U.S. Bank. Um, that was that was part of I think one of the issues is that we had it. Um, we had just opened up a new bank account. Uh huh. Um, we had just opened up a new bank account. Um, and so those wires were going into different bank accounts than just one bank account. Mm -hmm. So it was going to multiple banks. Right. Um, that we think probably triggered it. Um. In addition to that, and, and these are this is all speculation. Right. Um, we had a uh, hemp processing plant, so mm -hmm. we ran the cannabis industry as our business. Mm -hmm. uh, processing hemp, everything was done, um, you know, with the Department of Agriculture in right. Oregon, but we mm -hmm. were in the cannabis industry. Right. So, 
you know, you just kind of wonder, did that get a flag? Did this get a, you know, all these little things that just start adding up. Uh, but it was maybe federal it. credit union that we feel like. It was maybe federal credit union at first. Mm -hmm. We also, uh, Capital One Bank. Mm -hmm. um, all of them have told us that there wasn't an issue with our account and we never, um, they didn't actually ever freeze our bank accounts for whatever money that was in there. Um, you know, as far as like, Venmo or or something right. like that. It was it was money that was coming out of the brokerages that has been that has been. So you said you you something. you said that you formed your own brokerage here in the U.S. Uh, no, we just opened up a brokerage account. Okay. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Was that in your yeah, individual other, name or was it, was it through a, an, an entity of some kind or? It was, it was on our name again, because we didn't think that that was an issue. We just thought it was a problem with the Cayman Islands and we're like, okay, mm -hmm. let's just do it. And, but then once we started realizing that we were having more issues, mm -hmm. uh, with that brokerage and, you know, and now we, and that's part of how we, you know, came to come across your name and, and what you're doing is, mm -hmm. is as we've done more research, uh, trying to figure out how to do it more out of an entity versus mm -hmm. in our personal name. And, you know, if we can do it in, um, it seems to me like what I've seen on your, on your webinar, that it's more of a contract law, yes. um, contract law, business trust yes. is, um, what it seems like you're recommending. Mm -hmm. Um, for people to kind of really take seriously before the end of the year and, and do that. And so that's kind of how we, you know, as we've been researching everything that we can possibly research, mm -hmm. um, why what, nobody's been able to give us any solid answers. The banks can't give us answers. Brokers won't give us answers. And the more we research, they say that when there's a SAR report, that they won't give you answers until okay. they're done with whatever sort of investigation. But the only the only revenue that the only money that we had that was coming was from the from the trades that I was doing and right. I wasn't using any sort of bot or right. you know it was me actively making the trade for the day but, right um, okay you know, we we did go from you know relatively you know paycheck to paycheck not really having money mm -hmm. um, to me learning a skill that was allowed that allowed me to make right money that we've never made before. So all of a sudden now we're trying to transfer money that isn't typical for us. Right. Um, and so I think just a combination of all of that is what we're, is what we're fighting right, right now. Um, you know, we've gone everywhere from filing a report with the office of foreign asset control, mm -hmm. um, to unblock funds, but not being processed yet we're kind of in the line to see we don't even know if that's what we needed to do have you had anybody um, from the government yet approach you as far as starting any kind of an investigation you're just in limbo right yeah we even it's been a year exactly it's been a year it's been a year we we haven't had anything um as i was trying to figure it out. I was on the phone with the irs um mm -hmm. i made an i made an appointment with our local irs um, office. Mm -hmm. um, when I explained our situation, they looked at me like I had five heads. Mm -hmm. They didn't know what I was talking about. They said, we don't see anything. I don't know what's going on. Right. So yeah. I couldn't see anything with them, but I've tried calling Vincent. I've tried calling, you know, right. the Department of Treasury, but right. 
with just automated phone lines. I can't get a hold of anybody and I don't get any emails returned. Right. So, so this is this is exactly what I've been warning people about. And I admire your courage to come on and, and be open about this because the, the level of denial is so high right now in our society. They don't know this stuff happens and is going to happen more and more because you're absolutely right. They are not required to say anything about a suspicious activity report. And when, when they when they put the hammer down, this is what happens. And it, it's just terrifying that this happens this way. I mean, it's caused us, it's caused us to have to max out our credit cards mm -hmm. and it's damaged our credit. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, the most part that's really frustrating because you, you just can't get any answers. Yeah. Mm. That's the, like the biggest part of this whole thing. And it really made me open my eyes up. I figured all along, like, you know, you have, if you, you have your money and you can do what you want with your money and that's not the case. Yeah. Like you've got to educate you, yourself right now. Even if you you have this naive idea that, okay, I'm earning money, I will pay my taxes on it, and you still got you still got slammed. Yeah. Just because somebody, I mean, either either a bot or an employee or both, decided that was that was unusual and that was it. Yeah. No it explanation. Feels like it, was an a, it was feels like it was some sort of an AI like we just got flagged mm -hmm. in an automatic system because I don't think that given the where that I mean I can pull my brokerage statements, mm -hmm. I can show every single trade that's been made, that mm -hmm. it was legitimate, but but I haven't had the opportunity to show that. Right. Um, you know, to get the money unblocked and we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Uh, that's blocked right now, and um, so that's been that's been difficult for us for sure. And and trying to navigate now how to continue doing what I'm doing without going and getting a normal you know a nine to five job when I can generate income through the day trading, but right. if I can't access it, I can't. Right. Yeah, and I understand where you're coming from. It's just it's just shocking. You know, it's terrifying what's what's happening here. And, you know, these are the, the landmines that people don't see is happening. I mean, they there have there has been a precipitous rise in, in uh, SAR reports in the last two years. I mean, they're soaring above. I mean, I think I think uh, we're estimate I, from what I've been able to research, they could get close to three million this year. And they 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 broke two million last year. Easy on this and it just keeps going and going and going. And with the fact that they're being weaponized in a lot of ways yeah. by Finson, authorized, encouraged, trained to, to go to look at these types of transactions. And I, I read somewhere where that before you'd be fine if you kept it under $10,000 per wire. But now they're the, the the bots have been trained to look exactly what you did was to go for the you know two or three multiple. in a row multiple you know to the, so it looks to the bot it looks like that's you know that that you're that uh, you're to trying to get it. around it's it. trying to go exactly you're trying to hide the ten thousand dollars or whatever exactly you have limit. exactly yes yeah. Yeah. and uh, and that's where that's where we figured when we found started researching that that's what's happened. That's what led us to the SAR report. Yep. But then it's, you know, you call 
I mean, we just call lawyers and they just, they keep referring us to a different somebody else and mm -hmm. like, nobody wants to even touch it. Right. Yeah. So, and it's hard to pay lawyers if, if your money's frozen. Yeah, exactly. And all of the brokerages, you know, are are also part of the anti-money laundering mm -hmm. act to where if they see anything that they feel is suspicious, which it wasn't, but, you know, I do, I don't know, I have a knack for training. You're too good. And yeah, he's aggressive, so she can make a lot of money quickly and then that. So, yeah, that's where we stand today. Mm -hmm. Not knowing how long it takes to get like unlocked or yeah, how you or if you ever can, if you ever yeah. will, yeah, yeah, yeah. If if we ever will, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be the voice of gloom and doom here, but you see how this works, you know. I mean, and I I, I get people saying, you know, we have due process in this country." It's like, yeah, you, you sure about that? You know, I mean, I have not some. On this. No. Yeah, not here. Because we're no. getting a money we haven't, we haven't been notified at all. Yeah. And that's the and, thing about the money. And the banks can't, can't and don't Won't. tell us anything. They, yeah. When they look at it, as far as the person on the phone, mm -hmm. uh, maybe somebody in the higher ups and the, you know, in the, in the uh, compliance department or, you know, something like that sees it. But the people that we're able to talk to, um, they don't see any issues and they're confused. They're as confused as we are mm -hmm. of what they're seeing. They're just like, go ahead and try to wire. Like there's no blocks on your account. You can right. receive X amount of wires in a day and you know, you should be fine. And then it doesn't ever show up. Right. So then we stop trying because then it's just like, do we, are we digging ourselves into a bigger hole Right. until we figure out what really needs to happen? Right. Yeah, I, I'm so sorry this happened. I really am. I mean, yeah, well, it definitely makes you open your eyes and, um, you now people need to research and, and really figure out how to deal with all this stuff. Right. I mean, it just sounds like it's getting worse and worse and worse. And that's why I kind of came across, across you, uh, because you're educating people on this and, and it is, it is some very, very important uh, figure out how to do it right and yeah and to exempt yourself for the most part from this stuff because well, and, now, and now we're you know we're worried whether we you know with the with the corporate transparency act if we have it under if we have it under a corporate entity you know is it does it get tied back to us to where if we open it under a corporate you know a corporate right. entity does mm -hmm. Does that get blocked or, you know, we're trying to navigate right now how right. to, how to move forward, even if, even if everything that I did in the last, you know, year, really two years worth of work, mm -hmm. even if that is all for not, how do I move forward? That's, that's right. a lot of our, that's a lot of our questions right now because, right. you know, if I can, if I can figure out a way to move forward and be able to you know, have it under a, a corporate entity. I'm not trying to hide any of the money. I'm not right. trying, you know, if this the minute it opens up, it's like, okay, what you want 50%. Okay. Take 50%. I don't, I, I'm not, right. I'm not carrying the, the taxes. We're not trying to, right. 
uh, create any kind of tax loophole or anything like that. We're just, you know, we absolutely were going to pay taxes. In fact, we were, we've always joked with our family members because they're like, oh, you're making so much money. You're going to have to pay so much taxes. I'm like, I'm so glad and finally in my life that I have to worry about how much taxes I'm having to pay. Right. Because it actually means that we're making money. And, um, you know, so now we're just trying to figure out moving forward. Mm -hmm. um, you know, do we set it up into a, uh, you know, the, the exact business structure, you know, that so many of us are never taught of what we can actually do, mm -hmm. um, protect ourselves and protect the assets and be able to have access to the money that we're making and, mm -hmm. you know, and file taxes on their corporate entity. Where... How's it been? Uh, I mean, do you have any kids? Do you have, what, what's your, uh, yeah, we have three adult children, adult children. Okay. Um, Right. Mm -hmm. We have three adult children uh, that, you know, just with the way the economy is, they, you know, for the most part, have lived at home. Oh. Um, they're starting to move out now. Or, you know, they have 26 and 23 mm -hmm. and youngest is 20. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's definitely made them fearful about how their future is going to look and, um, you know, distrusting of, of, uh, what they can do financially and, mm -hmm. you know, concerned that we actually did something wrong that we, you know, no, we didn't really, we didn't do anything wrong. We just, they felt like know, it must, you must have done something had, wrong for this to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the, that's the issue, right? Because we still tend to have this inherent, inherent trust that, as long as you do what's right and you don't, you know, it's okay. If, if something happens to someone, it must have been their fault, right? Because why would the government go after you if you, if it wasn't your fault? And yet, yeah. and yet what's being built is designed to fail. The landmines are out there and there's going to be so much collateral damage. You guys are collateral damage of, of what has been being built. I mean, it started with the Patriot Act, you know, yeah. if we go back to it, I mean, and you know, I like to refer to it as the bull in the China bull in the China shop syndrome, where they're trying to root out money laundering, and and I'm completely in support of that. But how many dishes are being broken? How many lives are being broken? Are going to be broken in greater percentage as they get going on this? And is it worth it? I mean, we don't, you know. Time will tell if it's worth it or not, but uh, for people who are like yourselves who are being impacted directly, you know, I mean, you're just collateral damage. And, and, and I think that that's kind of what's in the calculations of the decisions is like, well, it's acceptable in some way, right? As long as the route, as long as the, the, the goal is achieved, right? Well, you know, there's casualties in warfare. You know, you know there's going to be casualties. And I fear that that's a lot of the attitude that's been going on in the last few years in passing this legislation, preparing the legislation, and then setting up the infrastructure to enforce it, you know, and um, I mean, I used to have, I mean, I was in the mortgage industry, I was a licensed mortgage broker, and we always had continuing education about suspicious activities, we were trained on how to file suspicious activity reports, but it was never emphasized the point where you had federal agents coming in to train us 
to not only how to find it, but to actively look for it and to be encouraged to pull the trigger. And I think that's what's happening here. And it just will put the employee stuff out of the way. You got the bots, right? Now the yeah. bots are the ones that are making those decisions. And and as we've talked with, you know, so many people and um, and just in general how things are being processed with the government. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have a brother, my brother's, um, you know, relative works with the federal government and mm-hmm. just there's so many people and even with the Senate committees, you know, they're talking about how many people with COVID are still working from home mm-hmm. and the, the decreased productivity within the federal government of mm-hmm. getting things cleared off the plate and mm-hmm. off the shelf. I know that we're just on somebody's desk who hasn't gotten to it yet, or we're in yeah. the back of the line on some file somewhere that they just haven't gotten to it yet. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and so until they do, we, we have no, we have no way of knowing how to correct or say, oh, the, you need this, 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 and this to produce paperwork and, mm-hmm. and verify the, the income or whatever. Right. Um, you know, it's, that's, that's what, you know, that's, that's ultimately what I feel is that, the, you know, I had a friend who, I had a friend who on her taxes, somebody claimed her as, as a dependent and she was waiting for some of her tax mm-hmm. refunds and she just got a letter two years after she filed. Mm-hmm saying that she that her funds had been given to somebody else but it, that letter came two years after mm-hmm. she's had somebody else you know that she had filed and had a case manager and mm-hmm. yes your stuff is getting filed and don't worry about it it's going to be sent out here and there and um you know two years later she gets a letter that says oh by the way this got sent out so i know they're you know just being impacted by the amount of work and and these kinds of things are just piling on even more work. I don't think they'll ever process through it. Well, especially when you consider that next year, by the end of next year alone, there's 36 million LLCs out there. Yeah. And they all have to register. And this is going to be a nightmare that's... Unbelievable. I don't care if they have 87,000 new IRS agents. There's yeah. no way they're going to get through the amount of work they're trying to put on them. But it's not, not the IRS here. It's just FinCEN. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is and not the IRS. That's the thing. So it's a whole different thing. And because, you know, they're the blinders on, right? They're focusing on money laundering and, and they're focusing on, you know, putting up these barriers towards it and, you know, Collateral damage happens, as I said, and there's just so many landmines in in what's happening now that people who are doing everything right are still getting the chop, and that's scary. That's really scary. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on today and talking about this, and you know, for those of you who are watching this or listening to this on my podcast, I just want you to I want to reemphasize how important it is to research and really decide. If you want to swim in these shark-infested waters or if you want to look for a way to be able to do your business and run your business and invest and, and make money, 
without being under the spotlight and, and with, with a much less lesser danger of stuff like this happening. So reach out to me and we can talk about it. So, um, Mike and Jody, thank you very much for coming on, on to, to speak with us and your courage and talking about this. And, and, uh, I think, I think things are going to work out, but, uh, right now it's important to spread the word and I appreciate you guys, you know, lending your voice to this. Thank you. Yep. No, thank you.